It's Whitney. And Amanda. Welcome to Girls on Top. Woohoo! Hey guys. So we are back. We're back. So excited to chit chat with you and catch up. Whitney, how was your week? It's it's been good. I feel like we finally have spring in Minnesota. And yes. if you guys live in a warmer climate, you may not know it's been unseasonably cold here. So it's nice to finally like hit the 50s, which is so sad to say. I um, know. But yeah, I can, feel like I can finally go outside without a jacket. So that's a win for me. That's How about best, you? The best feeling. Great. It was like we had some days where it got into the 80s, which was amazing. I felt like it was summer, even though I know it's not. It's It's been like a busy week for me. Busy weekend with kiddos and running all over. I feel like yeah. I'm a slave to my kids, honestly. So yeah. <laughs> my kids, driver. dad and I, we share 50-50 custody right now. And I feel like when I have them, like my life is being their Uber and driving them around and being like their social assistant. Absolutely. I agree. <laughs> I know it's like schedules and coordinating and all of the things. But that's mom life. We love it. We love it. Wouldn't have it any other way. Wouldn't. Yeah. So let's let's get going on. Yeah, this. let's do it. What are we going to what are we going to talk about today? What do you want to what do you want to talk about? OK, so I think today for our first topic, we should talk about how to get through hardships. I have found sharing some of this stuff on social media so many of you have reached out to me, whether email or DM, just asking for tips and advice. And so I feel like, Amanda, you obviously are going through some of it right now to yourself. Yeah, for sure. So this I feel great. like this is a topic a lot of us, all of us can relate probably to. relate to, whether it's a breakup, a divorce, um, some sort of like separation, family issues. I mean, everybody has hardship in yeah. some way. Losing a job. Yeah. yeah. Friendship breakup, losing a job. Right. There's just every life happens. Exactly. It yeah. ebbs and flows. So I think we should talk about some things that have helped us personally and that we would suggest for other people to utilize getting through their personal hardships. All right, let's let's dive deep. This let's is gonna do be, it. This is gonna be good. All right, so leveling up, like tips, tricks, things that we have done to get us through hardships. I would say my biggest one is um, physical activity at fitness. So um, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I am a co-owner in a yoga fitness studio. So it's really important to me and it just helps keep my head like straight and my mindset right. And so working out is huge and it just boosts my endorphins and my mood. And yeah, yeah I have so much more energy after a good workout. So yeah, that's a the great natural thing. high. Whitney, Whitney's a She's an at-home workout girl and she Yeah. I love I literally love it. I honestly started working out at home. Um, more so to just help my mindset at the beginning of COVID. I felt like I am not like a homebody. I like being with my people. And so it was very foreign to me to basically be trapped up at home. So I got into working out and I feel like with that, it just 
you know, I started feeling better about myself mentally and physically. And naturally I started eating healthier. And it's like, I feel like that just kind of starts the flow of like an overall healthier lifestyle. Yeah, it does. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, eating, neither of us, um, follow a strict diet. And no. we've, we've talked about this right. over the years of being friends and people As I literally us, went to McDonald's and finished my drink right now. <laughs> right. People ask us like, how do you, how do you stay in shape or how do you do it? And what's your, you know, honestly working out and mindful eating is kind of what we both yes, follow like, is it like I, this. I just had a egg McMuffin this morning, you know, yeah. it's like, but now for dinner, like I'm obviously not going to eat junk. I am probably going to make a better choice for dinner. Yeah. But it's just knowing your body, what works for one person might not work for another. And I think that that's important to, to say too. But for me, at least I found like eating in moderation and not depriving myself are what works best. Absolutely. And when you're going through a hard time, you might be dealing with anxiety, depression, um, some things like that. And some people stress, 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 stress eat, you know, they will overeat or emotionally eat or under eat. So just making sure you have those like healthy choices nearby. I am guilty for it. We all we're human. We're flawed. It's okay. Um, but just making healthier choices when you're trying to level up your life in general, I would say, yeah, exercise diet is huge. And also something for me that I really got into this past year was, um, self-help books and reading more. And, um, there is so many. I I completely agree with you. And I feel like you can always learn from the hardship and finding out like nobody's perfect. And when it comes to like any sort of relationship hardship, I feel like it takes two to tango, no matter if it's a romantic relationship or a friendship. And it's looking back, doing the self-reflection, taking accountability for your faults too. And I feel like self-help books are good at helping you kind of understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And pointing out things that you might have not seen just doing the reflection on your own. And, um, one of, I was going to say one of the books that I really liked Whitney. Um, and I think I shared it with you was it's called let it go and you can get it on Amazon. And it is, it is honestly a beautiful book because I think a lot of us struggle with letting the past go and we punish ourselves for things. And so who the author of that one is in case people are interested. I don't, but I will share it on our, um, IG page. I'll show okay. the page. Okay. And so I have some books too, but yeah. I honestly read them a while ago. So I don't well, even remember, but I can look to, to, to maybe help we others. Can make a post about our favorite books. Yeah. That's I'll a great, books. that's a great one. We'll do that for we'll you. We'll do girls. that for you guys. Um, so, and I have a few more that I really like, but taking that time just away from your phone, away from social media, cause that can be a lot I know at times social media is so distracting too. It's so easy to get sucked in. So taking the time for yourself, I feel like is so important. And one thing that I have found that I never thought these words would fly out of my mouth. Oh boy. What is it? Oh boy. But I love meditation. Oh yes. Yes. And I know that you are a meditation girly too. And meditation. 
as hard as it is to start, like once you develop it as part of your daily routine, I feel like I have gotten to the point I look forward to it. Yeah. And if you're somebody that can't shut your mind off, I suggest trying it first thing in the morning when you wake up. Yeah. Quiet the mind. Um, It's so good for your heart and soul. It truly, truly is. Completely agree. And the app that I use for that, it's free and it's called Insight Timer. Okay. Insight Timer. That's a good one. I'll download that one. I know that there's other free ones too, but that's the one that I use. And there's all sorts of different meditations, like anything that you want to meditate on, you can find in there. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm going to definitely try that app. That's a great great idea. Um, what else? Oh, what about sleep? So I know leveling up, this is so important important. too. um, getting good sleep. So if you want to improve your life and I am preaching and I need to take my own advice because I don't get great sleep. Um, I'm trying, I'm trying to improve, but getting some good sleep and actually, Shutting off your phone at night, not staying. I know we're all guilty of scrolling TikTok. I feel like till like one a.m. Yes, um, so guilty of that too. And getting good sleep and keeping that routine. So I do try to get up early. I, you know, when I teach yoga classes, I get up at four thirty, which is I know crazy, but that's um, so early. I know, but I do try try to keep a routine. And for me. If my morning is smooth, like if I can get up before my kids are up and get my workout in, like you do a few things, check emails, I feel so much better. And then I can get my kids up versus getting up 10 minutes before my kids get up and then the house is just on chaos. Chaos. Yeah. So that's good for my mental health and just, you know, um, keeping a good routine. Completely agree with that. Yeah. Um, another one that we, I feel like should have hit on earlier is therapy. Yes. Huge, let's talk, huge let's talk about for, that for therapy. Yes. Mental so health. mental health is so important. And I feel like obviously now I feel like this is so much more talked about, but I feel like we need to prioritize our mental health. And I personally have gone to therapy and I feel like that did me wonders and it was probably like eight years ago now, but I feel like that set me up for so much benefit sense, like going through the breakup that I went through with the father of my children. I went to therapy for a while while it was happening and after, and I feel like now going through my divorce, I had the tools that I needed to get through that. Yeah. You used it again, which is, I mean, it's so important to have that neutral third person and that's what they, that's what they are. They're a listening ear, but they're also there to, um, see both sides, help you through it and give you an unbiased opinion. Right. Exactly. Cause we can all call our girlfriends. Yeah. And obviously and your girlfriends are going to have your you back. Need, They're you your ride your or girlfriends. die. Yeah. I mean, I'll call Whitney up and be like, Whitney, you will never believe this, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, girl, I can't believe that. Like she's got my back. No yeah, matter. But exactly. 
like a therapist is going to be like, well, they'll play they're going to like make you think about it yeah. in different ways. Yeah, yeah so, exactly. Yeah. And give you tools to deal with it if the issue rises again. So Absolutely. we are very pro therapy here. Yes. I feel like there's such a negative connotation with that. And we need to rid that bias. Yeah. Because I mean, it's it's a tool that's there for you to help you. There's nothing shameful about it at all. Not at all. Shameful. Or at all. Or people who need antidepressants or meds or anxiety. There is absolutely nothing shameful about that. And sometimes it's just something you have to do when you're struggling through a hard time in life. It doesn't have to be a forever thing. It can just be um, something that you need for a certain length of time. And there are people that need it forever, you know, to be on it. And that is okay too. So again, like this is something to remember and we're kind of spinning, I'm spinning a little off is, um, I also think we love social media, obviously, um, because it's part of our job and it's our life and we, we, there's so many positive things about it, but also comparing yourself to others and, thinking everyone's life is so perfect on the internet, you know, everyone just shows the highlights. So yeah, it's such a curated version of anyone, no matter what people say, even people who aren't bloggers or influencers or celebrities or whoever, I mean, normal people, they just show the highlights. They're not going to show the hardships that they're struggling. Um, and that's kind of, we're here to be real raw and honest with you. Like we, have hard days and struggles. And so again, like, um, normalizing therapy and if you need medication or just that is okay, you know, but don't compare yourself to others. Exactly. Well, and another thing that I highly suggest if you are going through hardship, going back to social media, is detoxing your social media. Oh, this is huge. Seriously. And I feel like I have unfollowed personally accounts that don't make me feel good about myself. Like if you are following somebody and you see their pictures or their stories pop up and they don't make you feel good, unfollow them. Yeah. And that's, that's even like, okay. Um, boundaries, uh, if you're going to want to level up your life, you're going to have to set some boundaries. Boundaries can be really difficult, especially if you're someone who never had them in relationships or friendships. Um, Even growing up. Growing yeah. up. Yeah. And just because you have boundaries doesn't mean that you're a bad or mean person. You're protecting yourself. And so if you well, are going also, to- Also, you respect yourself. You yeah, love yourself, yourself enough to say- this, this is my boundary. And if you're not going to like respect that, then this relationship, there's going to be consequences. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. And if it doesn't make you feel good, you don't need that in your life. So because we talked about this in the first episode, if you listened, um, with social media and how the world is now, everyone's so accessible and that is a great thing, but can be a negative thing. So let's say you are going through a breakup or If it's with boyfriend, girlfriend, um, or a friendship, they're right there in front of you every day, right? They're on, yeah, they're on your phone, right? You get on IG, you get on Facebook, you get on Twitter and their picture pops up 
And if that gives you a really hard feeling and you don't like it, it's okay to block them or unfollow them. Um, Heck yeah. All my exes are blocked. (laughs) (laughs) It is okay. And you don't have to explain yourself because it is your life. You owe them nothing. You owe them nothing. Yeah. And again, um, you, if you want to shoot them a message and say, Hey, I just need to block you. I need to unfollow you. This is what I need to do for myself. Um, I think they should understand. And, um, yeah. So setting those boundaries. Right. Well, and even if they don't understand, like your self love comes before that. Yeah, exactly. So do you have any other leveling up things that you have done? Um, I think it's important to just find new hobbies or find things that make you happy. So if it's, you know, going on a coffee date by yourself or with your friends or going to get your nails done or taking your dog for a walk, just finding those little things that you can do for yourself that make you happy is so important. And I feel like sometimes like we take that stuff for granted to the point, like, we don't realize. And it's like, like for me, I love going to coffee with girlfriends or I love like going to get my nails done or pedicure or whatever. And it's like, I think prioritizing that stuff really helps you to find yourself again. Sorry, my computer's dinging. Oh, technology. Us girls. I know. Struggle sometimes it's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love to get my nails done. That is something that I do for myself and it makes me feel good. I feel happy. Right. And it's like, the well, and it's such the a confidence boost. Yeah. It's like the simplest, easiest thing, but it does make me feel happy. Also, um, something that I do think has helped me is decluttering and just organizing my space. I feel so much better. That's a good one. When I have things in order at my house. And so, you know, maybe every day you're going to pick a, or every other day, pick an area in your house. If it's a drawer or closet or whatever laundry room, you're going to like organize and get that situated because your day is going to flow so much better. You're going to get more accomplished. So that is something I have been working on too, is just, yeah, decluttering and getting rid of the things I just don't really need. That's actually a great one. Yeah. Uh, that's something I need to work on. I'm so bad. Like you open my closets and all kinds of stuff <laughs> falls out. <laughs> You're like, please don't open this door because we won't. Yeah, and my house is on the market right now, too. So I know that's so exciting. If anyone needs a house, check out. Yeah, come buy it, please. Come by. Anyways. okay. should we move on to our next topic? Yeah, this kind of pertains to what we were just talking about in a small way. Yeah. But advice for our younger selves. Yeah. Oh, man, this is. I wish someone would have told me this stuff when right? I was Right? And I feel like looking back, it's like if I would have known this. Uh-huh. Life would have been maybe a little easier for you. Yeah. <laughs> but we yeah. had to go through but some But a lot shit of it. Yeah. And I, but are. I feel like a lot of it you have to go through or experience to fully understand. Mm-hmm. Because in life, I feel like our experiences make us who we are. And I feel like I wouldn't be as confident as I am now had I not had the experiences that I've had. Cause like growing up, I was a pretty quiet child. 
Oh, really? And I feel like now that is not who I am. No, you're definitely, I would say, outgoing and confident. And like, I, yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that, I guess. Right. So I, I feel like some of the experiences that you go through in life can definitely shape who you are. Yeah. I mean, I'm, de- I'm definitely not the same person I was when I was in my 20s. Um, we're not going to talk about age, though. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to keep that out. Um, but I would say advice that I wish someone would have given me or I would have taken was not to care so much what others think of me. And I know that's one that's big for you too, Wit. Yes. And um, us being from small towns in the Midwest, um, where everyone is, not everyone, but a lot of people, you know, it's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Help me out here, Whitney. Um, what's the word? Oh, there's describe it to me. (laughs) Nova's in the background. Does anyone hear my little puppy? Um, she's so cute. It's just hard because everyone kind of, you know, you, you graduate from high school. Yeah. Maybe you graduate from high school, you get married, you have babies. It's just, um, I don't want to say, Hmm. Like the stereotype. Yeah, there we go. We're (laughs) Um, we got it. So if you don't follow the path that you feel like other people want you to follow is what I'm saying. So yeah, like your societal pressure. Yes. There we go. I have been up since 430. So that's okay. I got you. I got Uh, you. She's always got me. Um, just not just living your life for you. What makes you happy? It's okay if you don't do a four-year college and it's okay if you do. It's okay if you right. don't do the traditional things. Don't get go married. to college. Yeah. Don't go to college. Yeah. Um, If you don't get married by 25, if you don't get married by 30, it is okay. Like not everyone's going to have kids like, and that's okay. Like, you know, you just have to walk to the beat of your own drum. And that truly is, it is easier said than done because I have struggled again in my, um, twenties. I think I just really did care a a little too much about what other people thought of me. And I wasn't being truthful to myself. Seriously, same. And I can totally relate to that. Like looking back, it's like, I would give so much weight to other people's opinions. The fact that I would do that. I feel like so many times I would put my own feelings aside to prioritize other people's thoughts mm-hmm. and influences yep. that it's like it it made me less happy or a less happier version of myself at the end of the day. So yeah. I feel like we need to learn and understand to prioritize our own happiness before others' happiness. Yep, exactly. And and you're you're just kind of living a lie then if you're right you're not being truthful to right when I feel like if you are truthful to yourself you do what makes you happy the right people are gonna find you yes like, I would say now I have some of the closest happiest healthiest healthiest friendships and relationships that I've ever had and a lot of the people that I was friends with in my 20s are not in my life anymore Yep. You, you evolve and you grow and you kind of find your people. And I think we can all probably say like, there's a few people I probably go, I'm still friends with my middle school or high school. Yeah. 
you know, Which one or two. Too. Yeah. But you truly like as an adult, like you're going to hopefully find that core group of people that support, love you no matter what. And, um, yeah, I did. I did find that like it, it took me a little while, but I truly can say that the friends that I have now, I can trust them and I can, you know, they love me and want the best for me. And right. even if our views or um, our lives aren't on the same path, that's OK. They are like open minded enough to know, like they know my heart and soul and they want the best for me. So it, that is Completely huge. I agree. Like, yeah. Don't just be friends with someone to be friends with them. Like truly have that connection and respect right. for yourself. And well, and yeah. friendships have an ebb and flow too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like some people you will be friends with for the rest of your life. Some you won't and both are okay, but sometimes we outgrow people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's just honestly a, a part of life. That, that definitely is a big part of life and um, a lot of truth behind that. I think we both have experienced that in the last five years for sure. Big. Completely agree. Well, and that's another thing that I've written down is that it, life doesn't go according to plan. Yep. And that's okay. I feel like when I was, you know, like 15, 16 years old, I thought I'd be married at the age of like, 23 and like have these have kids five babies graduated by the time I was 40 and like just living such a naive lifestyle. You white, know? I Which call I it the white like, picket fence. Yeah. Everyone is at the age of 16. I yeah. feel like white picket fence. And That's- it's like, that is just obviously not my reality at all, but I'm fine with that. And I feel like at one point I did have that and I'm happy that I don't anymore because I feel like I was living a lie because I wasn't myself. I didn't even know who I was. I became a shell of myself Mm -hmm. trying to like fit a mold. Yeah. No, no one needs to fit any mold. You can make your own mold and yes, there we go. We should put that on a t-shirt. We should (laughs) make your own mold. People are your own mold. What is that? That's the weirdest (laughs) thing ever. Um, We'll release that swag later on. (laughs) Swag. Hashtag swag. Make your own mold. Um, (laughs) And then kind of like stop living in the past. I also think that is something that I would have given myself that advice when I was younger. And um, I do still find myself doing that, but, or living, living in the past, what you, or living with resentment, you know, you got to kind of let it go. And that's going back to that book. You have to, um, truly just process whatever happened or whatever's going on and feel the feels, feel the feels and let it go. Cause your mind is so powerful. And if you keep processing it over and over and over and over, for years. I mean, let's be honest. Some people just can't let things go. And, um, you're hanging on to that toxic energy then. Yeah. And it's like self-torture. Like we don't need to do that self-torture. That's not important in our life. That's not serving us. So letting it go and flow and I love that. Can we make that into a shirt too? We're going to have so many t-shirts letting it go and flow. (laughs) We love it. We do. Um, 
Do you have anything else? I have one more. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. I have understanding the quality of friends versus quantity of friends. So yes, to me now, I feel like having, you know, I'd rather have like one super close best friend that is, you know, a ride or die versus 10 friends that are mediocre that I can't call at midnight when I need them. And I feel like this goes back to what we were talking about a little bit ago too. like being your true self, you will find those friends and they will just naturally gravitate to you. Yeah. And I, I believe, um, that the universe or if you want to say God or whoever, whoever, whatever higher power you believe in, higher power you believe in will bring those people to you. If mm-hmm. you are open to it and um, I have met some incredible, incredible people the last year who, you know, I never thought I would be friends with um, just because I not no reason in particular, but just, you know, and our past crossed and I was open minded to it. And I was like, yeah, like these are cool people. I want to be friends with them and they're awesome and they've supported me and I support them and you know, like Whitney and I, we talked about how we met on social media. People are like, oh, your social media friends aren't real friends, but look at me and Whitney, like we're best friends now. So it can yeah, happen. It definitely can happen. Yeah. Definitely and just can. because you're not in the same hometown or whatever, not. Um, so be open-minded to that. Yeah. And yeah, no. Yep. I completely agree. And, and you don't have to have 20 best friends. Yes. Okay. When- who really has 20 best friends? Maybe I did like when I was younger, but then I also don't think my standards of a best friend were what they were, what they are now. Oh yeah. No, for sure not. (laughs) We're going to do the question roundup. Yay. Yay. All right. So we have some questions. We every week are pulling two questions from followers that DM us. You guys email us, email us, DM us, um, whatever, whatever works. So be sure to submit your questions to your questions. Yeah. So we went through and picked two. Thank you for the questions. Questions. Yeah. Let's go. Whitney, do you have the written down? I do. Okay. The first question Drum roll, please. How do you avoid negative self-talk? Mm. Woo. All right. Okay, let's do go. you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, You can go first. Okay. First and foremost, I feel like everybody at some point is guilty of negative self-talk. So yep. let's just get that elephant out of the room right now. Move it away. But... I feel like there's things that you definitely can do to help. And it's retraining your brain, essentially, you know? So if you find yourself going, what, Amanda? What's going on? We're good. We're good. We're good. It's recording. So (laughs) if you find yourself going down that place, stop yourself, catch yourself, and think of one thing that you love about yourself. Like, And I feel like as time goes by, you'll get better at it where eventually your brain won't go there. So like I said, it's 
it's retraining your brain and how you think and how you talk to yourself. Start your morning every day. Five things I love about myself and try to not make them superficial things. Like I'm kind, I'm caring, I'm loving, I'm easy to get along with stuff like that versus superficial. I mean, throw in, I'm a hottie. Well, we're all hotties. <laughs> You're a hottie. Everyone's a hottie. Um, and I mean, yeah. they can be too, but I would suggest yeah. five internal things and then add the, yep. the superficial things onto there. So yeah. then you're starting your day even more positive. I That's great. I do love that is amazing. I would say um, kind of the same thing, like daily affirmations. I Affirmations are huge. I love myself a good daily affirmation, a good quote. That helps me get in the good headspace. And if I find myself getting in my mind and the, getting in that negative space where I'm like, I don't know, yeah, thinking bad or beating myself up about something and I read something positive, it switches my mindset. So yeah, that's, I would say daily affirmation. And I've even seen some girls, this was on TikTok, they will take little sticky notes and just like a little one, mini one and write, yeah, one good thing that they love about themselves or one positive yeah, thing about the day and put it and on like, their mirror. Put it on your mirror. Yeah. Put it in your car. Huh? Put it in your purse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's put them a- in all the places. Yeah. Because some people have to like actually see it and write it out and writing it out is visualizing it. Yeah. Journaling also is huge. I mean, I struggle with journaling. I've tried to do it, but. And I feel like that's been on my new year's resolution list every year. And I'm, I need to work on that. Honestly, like, I think I would do better if I could just do it in my phone, which I'm sure there's some kind of journaling app. I mean, there's an app for everything. Right. Truth. But is that the same? Like doing it in your phone is like writing it. I mean, I'm going to say, I mean, I'm like a phone girl too. I like my notes app in my phone. I have like probably 500 notes. Oh, we have so many notes. So many, so many notes and passwords in those notes. Yes. (laughs) Even for the pod we do. (laughs) Yeah. Negative self-talk. Just don't do it. Step away from it. If you find yourself going down that path, retrain that mind retrain the brain and think of something positive. Let's, let's not do that anymore. And like even have, I have this, like in my phone, I have an album saved of positive quotes Mm. and I love my quotes. And I feel like if you're going down that path, can't get out of it, go to that or even like turn on a podcast that makes you happy or put on some happy music. Mm, music that always gets me going. I like yeah. some good tunes. Yeah. Right. Get, get it going. What is our second? Okay. Question our second question. This is kind of very off topic, but going more back to last week, I'm assuming is where this question came from. Oh, okay. How far should you go on a first date as far as intimacy? Oh, that's juicy. <laughs> right. Oh, I like it. Whoever asked that one. Um, we love it. We love it. Let's see. I mean, I think that is obviously everyone makes their own choices and we're all adults. So whatever you're comfortable with. But personally, again, like I'm not 
there in my life right now, but for just speaking out loud, I would say, um, I would say like appropriate to have like a kiss. Right. I agree. First if, day. if you're, yeah, if you're feeling it. Yeah. Absolutely. If you're feeling it. Yeah. But yeah, if the vibe's there. Yeah. I mean, I mean if I'm there's not... no vibe, obviously don't do it. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, can you imagine how awkward would that be? Yeah. I mean, um, so awkward. But I but, know other people are a little bit more. Yeah. And like to eat your own. Yeah. There's there's no judgment, no judgment here. For me, no I'm not going to be going home with a man on a first date by any means. But if that's your thing, hey, you do you. What if he's a serial killer? You don't even know that yet. Yeah. That's, that's a terrifying. whole other thing. So, yeah. That's terrifying. You also... um this is a little off subject, but make sure you tell your friends or somebody that you're on a first date so they know and where, where you are and where you are. Put your location yeah. on for somebody. But I would say Especially if you don't know, like none of your friends know the person, yeah, like if you random. met on a dating app, definitely share with people where you're going and when you're going to be there just yeah. because of safety. And there's a lot of weirdos out there. We don't want to turn this into a a crime podcast. Yeah, we are not a crime podcast. No, we are not. But we're just saying, I have heard enough horror stories. Yes. That you need to turn on your location or tell somebody. Um, But yeah, I would say like a kiss um, yeah. is, is probably appropriate Same. if you feel it. And if not, like that's fine. And if you feel like there's something more, that's cool too. I mean, we're both pretty laid back girls. And I think you just have to go with your gut feeling yeah, what your um, gut is telling you and if you're feeling it do yeah it. if you're not then don't but also like have some expectations for yourself you know don't yes. just you know put it all out there right away like well respect right. that's important too so and i feel like out. i've seen and like just talking to guys like if a man wants to wife you he's probably not gonna wife a woman that he sleeps with on the first date this is oh. just like based off of like talking to male friends and I'm watching sure there's a statistic. I'm sure there's a statistic out there. We could probably. Get oh, for sure. Should, we should look into that. Yeah, we'll have to look into that and get more. But obviously, I'm sure that I mean, obviously, that's not true for everyone. I I personally have friends that ha are married now that have slept with their now husband on a first date. So not true for everyone, but generally speaking. Generally speaking, we're going to go with that. That is that is what we think. Um, I love these questions. These are great. Yes. Keep the questions coming. Huh. It can be literally anything. Anything. Um, if you want advice on something. Yeah. Um, we'll do our best. Yeah. And Shoot us yeah, a DM. That's all we have. That's all we have today. Until next, next week. Next right? week. All yeah. right. Thanks Bye. Thanks Bye. See you next week. Until next week. Ha, 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 ha.